This is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Thank you, Jay, and greetings to everyone. Thank you always for listening. Today we will discuss a text from the book of Luke. Long noted as the theme of the book of Luke is Luke 19.10, For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. As the Son of Man, we see His concern and compassion for others. He is the Savior of all men for all ages, as Jesus came to earth from divinity to humanity. In being divine, the American Heritage Dictionary defines divine as having the nature or of being a deity. This would be consistent with the biblical meaning in 2 Peter 1, 3, and 4, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these ye may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. As coming in the form of humanity, we are reminded of Philippians 2, 5-8, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross." Christ came as God in the flesh. We learn this from our text of Philippians 5, 2 through 11, but also affirmed in such text as Matthew 1, 21, John 1 and verse 1, John 1 and verse 2, and John 1, 14. Jesus was human yet divine, only one like Him. And through Christ we see love that is divine. In a moment, we are going to consider Luke seven thirty six through 50. But first, R.J. Webb. Do you have a question you would like to hear discussed on the International Gospel Hour? A biblical question that you've wondered about? We are always looking for good suggestions and questions, and will gladly consider yours. We will withhold your name from our broadcasts. Don't worry about that. We will only address your question. Here's all you do. Please go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and send us your question. We appreciate all of our listeners, and thank you for your interest in spiritual things. Again, please go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and send us your question. Now, back to Jeff. And now, let's consider Luke 7, verses 36 through 50. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil, and stood at his feet behind him, weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, 
and she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. Now, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, Teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors. One owed five hundred denarii and the other fifty. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, You have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore I say to you, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Then he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Let's think about divine love from this text. First of all, we obviously see the Christ who is the manifestation of divine love. In 1 Timothy 3.16, the scripture plainly says, God was manifested in the flesh meaning that God showed and made known His Son. Several years ago, I worked for a national food company, and the company would have the drivers deliver our product, and customers would sign the invoice, and they would also sign the manifest. We emphasized the importance of the manifest. It showed and made known the product was delivered as it should have been. The divine love of God is shown and made known. It's manifested. It is done so through the price that was paid in God sending His Son to die, John 3.16. The divine love is made known through repentance, as we see from Matthew 9.13 and Luke 13.3-5. Do you know Jesus said more about repentance than any other person in the Scriptures? The divine love of God is manifested through His beloved grace. Listen to 2 Corinthians 8 and verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for your sakes He became poor, that you through His poverty might be rich. As in the old hymn, Oh, what love! Matchless love! Yes, dear friends, in Christ was God's love, or God's love, shall we say, manifested, proven, showed, and made known. But let's also look here at the woman in this text, who is an example of divine love. Although looked upon with disdain, if we were to look at her contribution to the Christ, this was a sweet-smelling ointment type of cosmetic that was used by the wealthy ladies of Rome. Indeed, this lady gave a great gift with a great tender heart of faith. Again, in Luke 7 and verse 50, Jesus saw her faith, a faith that was worked by love, as we learn in Galatians 5 and verse 6. With her tears and compassion, 
we must wonder if she was moved with a godly sorrow unto repentance, as Paul teaches in 2 Corinthians 7 and verse 10. Jesus forgave this woman, as we see in verse 48 of Luke 7. Again, what compassion of the manifestation of God's love upon man through Christ. You see, dear friends, she recognized who Christ was. She responded unto Him, and the mercy of Christ made a difference in her life. Again, Jesus told her, Thy faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. And when an individual recognizes Christ, believes in Him where one's faith moves one to obedience. Remember, Jesus taught about repentance. He also taught about confession in Matthew 10:32 and 33. He even taught of baptism in Mark 16:16 16, 16, and a faithful life in Revelation 2:10. When one recognizes Christ, believes in him where one's faith moves one to obedience of those commands, then and only then can one go in peace. Let's think about this. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God in Romans 10 and verse 17. Please listen to our J-Web and the opportunity for all of our listeners to grow in their study of God's Word. J. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please send the home study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. And now from Luke 7, let's conclude our study by looking at Simon the Pharisee and the rejection of divine love. Now, first of all, we see a couple of positives as he invited Jesus to his house in verse 36 and even called him master or teacher in verse 40. But we must consider his rejection of such divine love. You know, he doubted who Jesus was. In verse 39, Jesus told him that, you know, he would have known. He doubted who Jesus was. You know, if this man were a prophet, he would know of this woman. But Jesus did know because the Christ actually answered his thoughts in verse 40. Isn't that amazing? He looked upon the woman as nothing but a sinner in verse 39. And although he would have been knowledgeable of the law, his attitude hindered him. Much like the parable of the Pharisee and the publican in Luke 18, 9-14, we see him trusting in his righteousness and despising others. Simon invited the Christ, but he did not serve him. It's like Simon had just enough Jesus to make a difference in his mind, but not enough Jesus to make a difference in his heart. Everyone needs the divine love of the Christ. But are we subscribing to the thoughts of just enough Jesus to satisfy us? May it not be. When we bring this lesson to a close, please note that Jesus, the manifestation of divine love sent by God, He saw the woman's faith, 
and he also saw Simon's mind. Let us be humble as that woman, and to study the word of God and to see his will for our lives. Let us believe and let us move onward, and look at the things of which we've learned and see if they are of God and they are of the Scripture. How thankful we are for the divine love of Christ and his teaching. Let's continue our studies together, shall we? Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour, and I look forward to our studies again. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,